Okay, Mishnah Aleph. The Pasuk of Mishpatim states, you shall rest on Shabbos. And the Pasuk then says, Laman yanuach shorcha And your ox and your donkey shall rest on Shabbos as well. So this establishes the halacha known as Shvisas Behemto, that a person cannot even have his animal perform malacha on Shabbos. As we learned about in the beginning of the Mesechta, one of the malachas of Shabbos is the malacha of Hotzah, which means uh, carrying an object from either Rosh Hashayachet or Rosh Hashayachet or vice versa, or carrying within the Rosh Hashayachet for at least four amos. And so the law of Shvizas Behemto says that one cannot even have his animal perform such an action on Shabbos. Now a fundamental distinction that we have when it comes to the Malach of Hotzah is the Masoi versus Malbush distinction. That is, of course, a person is permitted to go outside on Shabbos, even if there's no Arab, wearing his clothing. There's no issue in that case of Hotzah to speak of, because the clothing on one's body is considered to be halakhically a part of his person. It is not a, a masa, a so-called a burden that he is carrying from one place to another. But this is you know, a part of his person. It's you know nullified his body, and therefore not an issue. We make a similar distinction when it comes to one's animal. That uh, true, you know, certainly a person would not be permitted to have his animal carry a load to the Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, but the animal's apparel, whether that's needed to control the animal, whether it's there for aesthetic purposes, it's a kind of ornament, we're able to you know, classify that as you know, malbush, as just a part of the animal's apparel, Therefore, that would not be an issue for the animal to go out wearing that. It's not you know, carrying the thing, it's wearing it. But as we shall see, the fact that the article in question you know, serves some function, let's say to control the animal, will not necessarily give it a classification of legitimate piece of the animal's apparel. It might end up being classified as a masa or a masoi, and as a result, it would be forbidden to allow the animal to go out with that on it. So the Mishnah begins, What kind of things may an animal go out to Shusharab wearing on Shabbos? What kind of things may not go out to Shusharab wearing? And of course, we're talking about where there's no Erev. So, I mean, the animal is going, let's say, from Shusharab to Shusharab. The Mishnah begins with the list of things that the various animals may go out wearing. So, first of all, we have Yotze Hagomel Ba'afsar, a camel. And may go into Shusharab and Shabbos wearing a leash that is a, typically a tied around the camel's mouth. That is not a problem because that is the proper way to uh, control your standard camel. It's controlled with the leash that's wrapped around its mouth. Therefore, that seemed to be a legitimate part of its you know, necessary apparel. In this case, it's necessary to control the animal. And therefore, not an issue to have the camel go out with that leash. Also, vinaka b'chatam. The case of a white female camel, which is much more aggressive, we can have that go out, with a nose ring, into which a leash is inserted for this more aggressive type of camel, requires a tighter form of control. And so again, the point is that this is the appropriate type of gear for this animal, as such, it's a legitimate part of its apparel, therefore not an issue that it's bringing this outside, it's not carrying it, it's not a burden that's carrying outside, 
It's simply part of its apparel, so not an issue. Also, the Luvdikis Vaprumbia, the Libyan donkey may go out with its bridle, that's what's used to control that. So not a problem, part of its apparel, Vesus Vesher. And a horse may ride out to Rishus Arabim with its collar, and they put a metal ring on that, and then a leash would be attached. Okay, that's the appropriate gear for a horse to lead that, and therefore not an issue. Vechol and Baleyasher, Yotzim Besher, Vim Shachem Besher, for that matter, any animal, say dogs, who typically wear a collar, which a leash is attached to, whether that's wrapped around them, and even if the person isn't actually leading the animal with the leash, or whether somebody is leading the animal with the leash, once again, the rule here is if it's a normal part of the animal's gear, the way it's controlled, then not an issue of carrying, not a violation of Shvisus Behemto. Having mentioned the halachic status of collars that these animals wear with respect to the halacha of Shvisus Behemto and Shabbos, the mission now mentions the halacha in connection with animals' collar regarding a completely different area of halacha, and that is the process of purifying the collar from ritual impurity. Uh, if we're talking about ritual impurity from a mace, from a human corpse, then the Torah says the requirement is to sprinkle the utensil that has that toma with the mechatas, with the paraduma waters. If, on the other hand, the utensil became tame from a dead sheretz, one of the dead creatures that the Torah says is the source of toma, and the way to purify that would be by immersing it in a mikvah. The Mishnah rules that if the collar worn by an animal became a tame in one of these ways, the Allah is, We may sprinkle the mechatis water to purify the collar if it contracted to mesmes, or immerse the collar in mikvah while the animal still wearing it. The Mishnah's point regarding the first type of tama is that we don't have to be concerned that maybe as he's you know, using the hyssop, you know, flicking that toward the collar to get the mechatis waters on it, that maybe he will sprinkle directly on the animal, which would implicate an issue that the Torah says if the person who sprinkles with the hyssop, the mechatis, for some purpose other than purifying the item, then any mechatis that remains is disqualified, can't use any more of that, to purify the utensil that needs purification. The mission first of all, rules that that's not a concern. I simply will sprinkle on the collar and purify it, so not necessary to remove that from the animal. And if we're dealing with, let's say, Timashereds, where we need to immerse that in a mikvah, and that as well you may do, even while the animal is still wearing the collar, just to have the animal immerse in the body of water in the mikvah. And the mission's point there is that we don't forbid doing it that way out of concern that maybe the collar is fitting too tightly and therefore the water is not going to get to all of the surface of the collar and so it wouldn't be a valid immersion. We should teach us, no, it's not a big deal. We loosen the collar, make sure it's loose so the water will go through and it's fine, it'll be a proper immersion.